All right, welcome to the Flipside Podcast. Uh, my name is Jamie, now living in sunny Scotland, um, back from Australia since the um, the pandemic uh, has happened. So, uh, but the format's still the same. I still can't actually speak to anyone in person. Uh, so yeah, so still carrying on the podcast as normal. Um, hopefully, just a bit more time uh, to actually get some episodes in. So, might even up to two a week rather than one a week. Who knows? Let's see. Um, this episode, we've got. Uh, I speak to Jack about basically uh, about the benefits of going going away traveling. Um, I think it was an obvious one for me and Jack to talk about. Just having both having kind of varied experience and um, and kind of going away and uh, living in different countries and working in different countries. So um, yeah, we have a good chat and a good laugh. Um, so yeah, as always, uh, give it a listen. Let us know what you think. Um, and yeah, if you were listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, give us a five star review. That'd be grand. Mm. If I'm going to do this, may as well uh, may as well ask you for those sort of things, and um, yeah, it'll boost us uh, and get us a few more views. So, thanks for listening so far. Enjoy. Good evening. Hello. Well, I'm well, since we. Did- been a while it does feel like it's been a while i don't think it has though i swear it's only been a few days or a, a week or what's it been more than a week and a half well we had a week yeah i don't know we had a week off because i was coming back from australia and i think we had yeah i don't know oh sprawled out of my bed anyway mate i'm absolutely honored to have uh, an NHS uh, f- frontline worker <laughs> on with us. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't oh. it. Um, just let people know as well. Or it's really nice, like what loads of people are doing for the people in the hospital. And, and by no means, it's very nice of you to say that, Jamie. It's very nice. But I think it's important to point out, and it's not being humble. It's just it's important to mention that the real the real hard workers are the uh, the nurses, those uh, and the doctors, of course, those physiotherapists. Uh, we we. We do our eight-hour working day, which is that run like twelve-hour shifts. But um, what was really nice today was there was a local garden centre that um, brought in loads of flowers, uh, like planting flowers, not just like a bouquet of flowers, like um, like ones that you like bedding flowers that you put in your garden and stuff. And mm-hmm. they just went round and and handed them out to like different members of staff. So oh, at right. the end at the end of the day, literally, when it, like a, a, a lot of people leave the hospital for the shifts, as I was leaving, there was so many people staff walking out with carrying like flowers it's really cool it's cool oh, nice yeah i thought it was lovely there's, there's a lot of really nice things going on so it's what cool world we live in it is it's a it's tough times but it's um the worst times is when um quite quite a lot of the time you, you get to see the best in people so it's absolutely. um you gotta, absolutely. you gotta pick up those positive moments anyway what's uh what's going on what are we doing what is happening well, I thought um topic that I thought we should cover, uh, yeah. I've been thinking about for a while, is just the topic of uh, going traveling. Um, yeah. Not not necessarily like, you know, to be all like gappy about it. Um, <laughs> but I think we've both kind of, we've both kind of had uh, experiences of going traveling. And like, I thought it'd be mm. good to talk about how it's kind of like changed us as people. And yeah, well, I think definitely. we've, because I think we've had kind of like, uh, you know, you like you went traveling a little bit younger than necessarily I have. Yeah. I've had, and 
yeah, I think you sort of have different experiences. Um, Definitely, kind of yeah. Depending, depending on when you kind of do these things in life. So, yeah, I think it's a good one as well because there'll be people listening who have travelled who will go, yes, you get it. And there'll be people who haven't travelled listening thinking, oh, fucking someone else talked about travelling. Like, because people who have travelled, you <laughs> uh, talk about it with great, great reflection. But um, yeah, no, um, it's yeah, it's a good one to talk about for sure. So, yeah. Yahoo. So I guess best place to start is um, what, what where. I don't mean like, where have you been? <laughs> Tell me all the countries you've been to. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you like you've done like, obviously you lived in Australia um, for a time as well. And you've done Camp mm-hmm. America and give a brief yeah. synopsis. Yeah. So I lived in, when I finished my undergrad, I went straight out and lived in America for, um, how long was I in America? No, I did a summer in America. So I did the summer camps, um, which I'd been doing uh, a few times uh my undergrad in the summers and then straight after finishing that summer um i flew from la to australia and did my my years working holiday visa um and then after i did that year i then uh, just to paint a, a brief picture i then flew back to america after being offered a more permanent position and then lived in america for just under two years so always i've always uh, that was kind of, it was it was a lot of work whilst traveling but I think being away from home it had that travel element and I did do a lot of traveling at the same time so um so yeah that was my my experience a lot of a lot of westernized places but I, I do hope to change that in the next few years hit up some uh, cultural shops as well so where, whereabouts in America were you I lived in Connecticut so uh Connecticut's the state that's just uh north oh god my American people oh god my joke is awful it's just north of New York Maybe it's near New York, about three hours. Where I was living mm-hmm. was about three hours drive from New York City, and about a three hours okay, yeah. drive, three hours drive from Boston. It was right on. We uh, I lived right on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts, which is the state that uh, Boston's situated. So uh, it was it was a good good location, East Coast. But whilst I was there, I got to do. I travelled all the way along the East Coast because uh, I got really good holidays off work, um, and I did all of the West Coast. Uh, and then just got to hit up all the the big um, um, standout places as well, so like Chicago, um, all of Texas, Texas, Austin, Dallas. Uh, where else did I go? Florida, Hawaii. I didn't go to Hawaii. No, I didn't go to Hawaii. Went to the other one. What's the other one? Hawaii's on the west coast. I went on the east coast. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what what were you um so what were you working as? Um so I did um I was working on the summer camps essentially, working in education. So I did a bit of outdoor education uh and then worked a, a little bit in marketing as well. It was kind of a I got offered this it was an eighteen month contract what the offer of the summer camps that I used to work at. And so is that it, is that what they call Camp America or is this something different? Yeah, it is what they call Camp America, but yeah, it's really it's really annoying when people say Camp America because I feel like it, it's fair enough, but it, it paints like a, a picture that's not always true. So, uh, base, but um, yeah, I guess. In what sense? In what, in what sense? Well, I think like... a lot of people just think, oh, Camp America, you just go out to the summer camps and you're just like, you're a camp counselor and you play, play with kids and you play hard, party hard. And, um, but for within those, the massive businesses are camps. Um, like the one that I was working at, um, I won't say its name, but it's a big YMCA, one of the biggest in the country. And 
had a turnover of like seven million every year. It's a really big, big um, business. So within that, there's some really there's like full time professional positions as well. Whereas being a camp counselor is it's still it's a hard job, but it's not a, a career. There's a as, as such. Uh, whereas okay, so I, you're saying you had a you had a proper job. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah, well, obviously not. I didn't stick with it. Did I? But yeah, it just felt a bit more like that. But um, yeah, so I was there. So, um, but yeah, but I guess I'm talking about all the places I've been. But more importantly, I think it's good to talk about why why I did it and, and, and everything like that. Because um, yeah, that's the whole point to this anyway. So, um, and the whole reason was, is just that I was in the bubble of living in England, I think. I'd never really traveled out of, I'd say out of the, classic british places to go like um at least for me um you, you know you when, when you go on holiday a lot of people in england um some people are more fortunate we we just go like spain or spain related places you used to go to yeah. different part, parts of, of europe as a kid but it, i just always call it spain because it was just like somewhere with a beach so <laughs> i really knew where we were going i didn't like really check i just would get on a plane uh we're probably going to like portugal or to even like South France and different places, but it was always just like beach, by the sea, hot weather, must be Spain. Um, so there was never any uh, experience of like the outer, the big wide world. So uh, I was very fortunate that my parents really pushed me to do it. They weren't kicking me out the door, but um, all the way through doing my undergrad, it was always like, uh, you know, if you're unsure, uh, the vibe they created was, oh, well, if you're unsure, what what you want to do when you when you graduate? You can always go traveling, and that was kind of a message that, that also always sort of pushed me towards. Um, and it was yeah, so it's really good. So when I when I eventually went, um, I, I thought I'd do America first because it's something that I knew, having done the the summer camp. So, but I think um, traveling, going and doing the summer camps, even it doesn't have to be like uh, when we say traveling, it doesn't have to be you go away for a year. I think traveling can be just, I mean, it could be two weeks if you really want it to, and to relate yeah. to people more. So I think my traveling started when I first started going to the, the summer camps in America um, and just getting far away from home. So um, there's so many, so many paths to go down to explain why it's all been so good. So what about you? What's yours been before we delve into more topics? With uh, I guess, yeah, for, like for me, like throughout uni, I'd go. So I went to like Southeast Asia a couple of times, um, like in my in that summer of uni sort of thing. Um so I did like classic, like in my first year at uni, I did like classic like month around Thailand. Um, then I think I did, uh, I think like, yeah, in between my placement year and final year, I think I did um, like Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam over like a couple of months. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, obviously uh, summer last year, um decided to do like my you know year out in 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 Australia and then obviously within that I did um well a few trips like well like New Zealand for nearly three weeks so um but yeah massively kind of like contrasting like yeah. you know going around Southeast Asia and Thailand and stuff was just a huge I mean it probably because it was a different stage in my life but that was just like you know just going around partying like um yeah the whole time uh just you know that's what you do in your early 20s isn't it yeah right um Absolutely. not not sound like boring bastards now um but i think yeah going to australia but you know 27 28 has been a totally different experience 
because um, probably if I went, I mean, looking back, like, I mean, obviously I've got mates who, you know, went out there when they were like 18 and stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. did did the kind of classic gap year of, yeah. of going traveling uh, all around the world when you're like 18. And, and like, looking back, like, I can just, I cannot imagine doing something like that that young. No, neither can I, I think. Yeah. I mean, I when I went, I was, God, how old was I? I would have been 20, 21. No, that's not true. 22. Mm. 22. So, uh, but yeah, but I mean, still, like, to go four years before that, 18, I'd, God, uh, I couldn't imagine that. But um, but even for me, like, I don't know, I guess you can give your a bit more detail on what, what was different about or what you felt going to Sydney when you did and going to Australia at your age. I went, when I went at that age, 22, I, I, I remember getting there and just thinking, right, all I want to do is get a job. <clears throat> I don't care if I, what it is. I just want to get a job and feel what it's like to have like a nine to five and then just enjoy my right. and enjoy my free time. I know it sounds really, might sound a bit lame, but I don't know. It's just, it's just what I felt and what I wanted to do. I'd never had, I'd done sixth form and always worked weekends and stuff, but not properly sixth form uni. And then, yeah, I just, I wanted the, I didn't want the stress of having to do hand in dates for assignments and things. I just wanted to go to work. When I left work, that was it for work. No more work, and then and then enjoy mm-hmm. the rest of the time. So I didn't really do. So, the so, so when you and yeah, so when you in Australia like trying to get a job, that was like your first proper, well, nine to five job that you were yeah for, basically yeah definitely it was my yeah. first one, and I just wanted to I just wasn't bothered I was just like make make some money, um so I can live not for profit just so I can live and get by, and uh, I'm not a big. I'm not a big drinker anyway. Um, if I'm around like the right people, my, my closest mates, then I can be. But going out there, I wasn't going out there to stay in hostel. I didn't want to stay in a hostel and just like drink every night and stuff. I just want, I don't know. Yeah. I think I was, I wasn't trying to be boring. I was just like, maybe I just sound boring. I was just like, yeah, get a job, get like a nice little apartment and uh, eat kangaroo. And I was uh, pretty happy with that. <laughs> so, um but I think the first lesson I always remember going traveling was something that my good friend in, in uni, Sam, Sam Hearn, in case he listens, shout out. He, um, he always said to me the, the best thing he learned from traveling is learning not to panic, learning not to panic in situations when you haven't got your mum and dad there or people you know are in, and you're in a foreign, foreign place. And at first I didn't know what he meant mm. by that, but he, but. And I think it's kind of hard to explain, but it's it's kind of realizing that you can be independent and you can handle situations and not like really tough ones, but for example, getting lost, getting lost in a place you don't know and there's no one to call or um, uh, being in a place where you're going for a job and you've got like no job references or anything and you've, you're just a foreign person in a foreign country and, and that's it, like you just learn a new way of independence. And whilst there's moments of being really stressed, it really taught me of how to just like trust in yourself, trust in your independence and how to just like calm a situation. Like there'd be times like in, in New York when I'd get lost and I'd like, well, for example, there's a place called Port Authority, just to dump from one country to the next, but there's a place called Port Authority, which is a bus station right in the middle of Manhattan. And that's the bus station that you tend to get dropped right. off at coming from JFK, uh, the airport, to then get your connecting bus to wherever. The bus is going out all over the place from there. 
and uh, I needed to get to Port Authority. And um, I remember getting there, and no one told me. But although Port Authority is where you get your buses from for lots of different things, it's actually like a really rough place. It's where like all the hobos and like where the, the gangs hang out. So it's yeah. and no one tells you this. So you get there, you got a massive backpack on. I was twenty two. I was twenty. Well, no, I was even younger when I went for my first time. That's when I was first going to camp. Must have only been like nineteen. Looking probably like ten. Puberty was late for me. And um and there's just <laughs> yeah, and I just remember um, there's like people come up to you and they can tell you're lost and they're like, I, I remember a guy was like, uh, yo, t- yo, tell me where you want to go. Tell me where you want to go. And I was just like, oh, I need to get to uh, Terminal 13. He's like, yo, I take you, I take you. And I remember followed him and I followed him down these stairs like, oh my God, this could be a, a really big mistake. In his defense, totally judged the book by its cover. He led me right to my terminal. Um, oh, really? But- yeah, it was like I, I sound awful, but in the in the circumstances, God, he was rough and terrifying. I gave him ten dollars, and he was like demanding that I gave him more. Luckily, my bus was right there, so I just jumped on it. Oh. And, <laughs> but but um, I don't know. Even that lesson it might sound a bit silly and didn't really have a conclusion. But there's little elements like that that you fall into when you travel because you you rely on basically no one but yourself to get through simple situations like getting from A to B or asking for directions or whatever, um, the, it really just teach, taught me how to just settle, um, be rational, step back and view situation like, where do I need to go? How am I going to get there? Right, let's just ask someone, who should I ask? And just little things like just mm-hmm. things you don't practice when you're at home or things that are a lot easier to practice if you're just in like your local town. And you, you, does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. I think... I think a key point is is independence, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think I think obviously like kind of who you who you with, who you choose to go travelling with, i.e., you know, if you if you're with someone or not, mm. um, is a big factor. Mm. Um, I would certainly recommend uh, any you know to anyone if you are going to go travelling, then and if you're thinking about like, oh, you know, do I want to do it on my own? Obviously, you, you might be a person that just thinks like, fuck, like. The thought of that would like absolutely terrify me, um, and I think I would I would have been that person like in the past. But you know you can obviously build up to it. Um, yeah. But I think just yeah, be, being able to, um, like you say, I, I think like say for example, before I went out to Australia, um, I I knew that like I could go out there myself and mm-hmm. you know not know anyone and and just meet people and make a life myself and all that. Like I like I knew I was capable of doing that just sort of like had confidence in myself to do that. Mm. But I think it's one thing think like knowing you could do it. And then there's another thing actually doing it and just, yeah, um, and just do it, you know, and I did, I did like, I didn't really necessarily find it difficult, but it was just the fact that I knew that I could do that. And I, and I probably did develop a lot of skills in terms of, yeah, like you say, you, you haven't got that anyone to just fall back on and yeah. you just being able to, being able to take responsibility for everything that's going on mm. in your life. Mm. Um, you know, not having to like rely upon, you know, yeah, like you, you, you do as a kid, you rely upon your parents or even just traveling with another person, like don't get me wrong, obviously, you know, like be sociable and, um, every, you know, you always need mates around you and stuff, but, um, you know, just if you're, if you're traveling in a, in a sort of a pair, um, you, you always have that person to like fall back on. And yeah. you know, if you're like, 
you can't you can't be asked to make a plan for that day you know mm. someone else or someone else will do it or yeah. vice versa you know if you're just the only person you know if you're yeah. if, if you're that only person then you know it, it, it sort of like prove yeah like you say it proves you prove to yourself that you can be independent yeah and just self-sufficient like the the reward the yeah. reward i felt um of being able to get from the airport to this bus terminal in america and then get the right bus to uh it was going to the camp at the time my first time it was just like the it was amazing it was just like oh if i can do that it wasn't like i was sat there and i was saying to myself if i do this i can do anything but it was just a little lesson learned and it's those little things you expose yourself to Sometimes you realize you, you expose yourself to a challenge when you're traveling or you're in a, a different country. Sometimes you don't. It might just be meeting someone new, but also meeting someone who's from a different country. And um, all of a sudden, it's these little individual experiences that just add up to a massive reward and could be confidence or just anything, making new friends and stuff as well. Uh, another thing I, I recognize from who you are, who you are, for me, who I was in England was not who I was in America. And, who I was in America and England was not who I was in Australia because um, I've got my safety net in England of the friends and the culture and society that I'm within. Um, but when you go to a different country, you, you st- it's not like you can't be yourself, but you just fall into a different position in your whatever social circle you build and things because it's it's just different, isn't it? You're starting, you're starting either starting from new from meeting new people, but you're also starting with a total different culture of for starters everyone's got an accent and so have you and the way they live is just ever so slightly different it's still like western world but it's um there's a lot of little things that are the big differences so um it really helped me as well just um without trying to sound too corny just sort of appreciate or appreciate myself kind of thing just know know myself better yeah you get to learn like what you like in different social circles um and it's yeah, it, it's humbling in in ways that are really hard to reflect on. But it's just that exposure to to different different friend groups and different conversations. Yeah, and I think it also kind of brings open opportunities to be you know potentially to be more of the person like more yourself. Hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, you might you know like I mean obviously depend depending on like the situation you have yeah. at home. But obviously like if you're in a situation where you feel especially i don't know you might have like grown up you know in a, a village with having the same mates you you know you, you still hang around with the, the people you go to school with which which like can be great mm. but like you know you, you maybe haven't if you haven't yet had that kind of like change in um in lifestyle or mm. or friend or, or the people that you hang around with um then you might find that you've kind of like you've got yourself into like bad habits of i don't know whatever it might be um but I think, like, yeah, it, it is like having a clean slate, um, kind of moving to somewhere new. You know, it might not even be abroad, like, but um, I think just moving somewhere new opens up that opportunity for for you to, like, I mean, if you really want to, you know, if you want to fucking reinvent yourself, then then you can. Yeah, you can. Um, what? I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think like we're constantly like reinventing ourselves in 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 some ways. Do you know what I mean? You're constantly learning about yourself and and thinking like oh fuck yeah like i really actually really enjoy doing that like and and i think kind of like having that like clean slate oh, yeah. can really help uh sort of in your kind of development yeah it's great when i travel i wore a snapback everywhere if i wore a snapback in england in front of my mates 
Like what? <laughs> what, what is that's that? true. I'm like, what I'm is that a, on your I'm head? Right now. <laughs> be like, what is that on your head? And <clears throat> to be honest, I'd be like, yeah, it's fair. But out in like America, say so many people wear stat backs. Right? It's like, yeah, you really suit the stat back. But I can't imagine you without one. I'm just like, oh yes, this is great. <laughs> but uh, what one thing I found <laughs> really, one thing I found really interesting, um, and I'm sure it's not the same for everyone, but the I think at least the people that I attracted in America, say. The friends that I'm, re- even those that I'm really good friends with now, they were just, um, they were different. They were the same characters in my friend group in England. I could almost like different, different yeah. ones, different American friends. I could say, "Yo, you're kind of like this friend in England, and you're kind of like this one." And 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 it's shown in really nice ways as well. When my friends from America have come over, <clears throat> and and some of them have met my my English friends, my um, childhood friend. Um, they've instantly instantly got along. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that that lesson in terms of from traveling, one thing so for me is like learning that there's loads of just, I think uh, there's just loads of awesome people out there, loads of people that you can share a lot of similarities with and relate to and be friends with, and that's and that's a really important thing because it's so easy to sort of just look at them. Say before I'd been to America, um, and a lot of Americans probably get sick of us English when we'd say, oh, American, we are, you're like a cowboy or um, like, I don't know. You, I think I, I think a lot of people associate Americans with just uh, stigmas, uh, stereotypes that are just not true. Um, and vice yeah. versa, the same. I saw some in America when I, when I was out there about English people. And then, so it's really important to go out and actually meet, meet people from all different parts of the country and just see what they're like. Cause, and it's the same in Australia. Because you just start to realise that view, you get to view um, places for what they really are instead of what the media portrays them as. So even now when I see like stuff that's um, about stuff in America or stuff, I go, oh, well, that's what's going on, but that's not really what's true. Because it's the same in England. If you listen to the news, a lot of the time on the news, without going down that pathway too much and all the politics and stuff, um, a lot of stuff that's portrayed on English, English news and media isn't what we're doing as English people. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's really valuable to go out and see, yeah. see different people and see how they live and sort of recognise that there's not much difference. They're all doing the same thing and just trying to have a good time. Yeah, I think it is reassuring, isn't it? Like mm. that you can just go across, go, like I go anywhere in the world and like it just you you realise like everyone's human and like do you know what I mean? Like everyone's kind of like got all these like just human emotions, yeah, and stuff, like yeah, and social same problems as well, like ability. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you, you like, you go live somewhere and then like six months later, you're just like, fuck, like, you kind of like, like you, you realise like, I've, I've like built this life myself. And it's like, you know, you, you could just be, be, then the sort of the ability to know that you could then go do that like anywhere mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so obviously I've just come back from Australia. Um, Obviously, you know, obviously a whole new country, but, you know, Sydney was like a new city and everything and so now I've come back to the UK and I'm like well I could go live anywhere I want in the UK now mm-hmm. with the kind of confidence that I could just go and build a life for myself definitely yeah it's awesome I know that there's um, um you don't even know certain areas but you know there'll be great there's great people everywhere there's opportunity for friends everywhere there's, you know um yeah 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 for sure I think as well just realizing that 
it's more your attitude towards there's, there's your attitude towards things because there's opportunity for like work for example um you can if you're willing mm. to go out and talk to people and sell yourself it's the same principle wherever wherever you are and this is me relating to my time at least in australia and america and i know these are heavily westernized countries um so i can't you know i can't speak too much about working in places that are you know don't eat speak English as the first language and stuff. And that's something that I'm looking for a bit more as a travel uh, test. But, um, but yeah, you just get to, yeah. you, you just get to realize it's, you can approach the same situations anywhere. Um, and if you do it in the right way, you can get the same outcome of making friends, um, being able to hold a good conversation, uh, being able to get out of a, a, a negative, potentially negative situation and also get a job and, and, everything else you know so yeah there's something really um self-satisfying about that like you say like you just said you know that you could go to somewhere in england and, and set up shop and just give it a go like that's invaluable yeah i think again it's just sort of like getting that like under your belt to know that you can do that mm-hmm. um and also i think just in general putting yourself out of your comfort zone is just so beneficial you know like i mean i think we've talked about this a lot on the podcast Mm. about how you know well like like ryan holiday's like obstacle is the way yeah if you if you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone that is your that's when you're growing like as a person yeah and it's and you hear it's so true yeah no it's it's so yeah so true and like putting yourself out of your comfort zone I mean, like going traveling, like, all right, you, you, you know, there might be times when we were saying that kind of we're, we're realizing how kind of nice the human race is and stuff and all that. But like, obviously, if you're going to put yourself into, I don't mean dangerous situations, but, um, you know, situations that you've maybe not been in before, mm, yeah. um, then that just means you, you're growing as a person. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, if you go to, you know, going to, going to Thailand on like, you know, even if it's just a bit of a like party holiday or something mm. at that point, when I first did that, that was putting myself out of my comfort zone. Cause I've not really done yeah. something like that before. Yeah. Like just doesn't always have to be dangerous um, situations, but just like challenging ones. Like when I was in Australia, I, um, one of my first jobs was working on a, a building site and it was working on that building site that like quite a few weeks in, I got messed around by my boss. He like wasn't paying me and stuff. And, and that was a life lesson. I had to like handle that situation by just like basically, um, yeah. I had to go legal and stuff and get him to pay me. But that was just something that, the same again, it's like I'm over in a foreign country. I've got no one really here for support. I'm not getting paid by my uh, employer and uh, I need money to live. So I need to handle the situation professionally. Um, and then another one in the same same place was the next job after that was really good job working in sales. Um, and then without any bad blood, just expected but unexpected, I got laid off. So then it was also my first time losing a job whilst uh, being in, mm. in there. So it's all, like you say, it's all these situations that you get thrown into and you have to handle and, and control and, and learn how to just um, mm. keep going, really. So um, And to learn those lessons in a different country and then come back home. And, and it's just been, like, so good for other things. Like, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fantastic. So, yeah, it's exposure to situations you never you never even think of and then you're in them and you've got to handle them then and there without anyone else to, to, to hold your hand so. 
yeah, I mean, I, I remember uh, the second time I was in Thailand, I was in like um, Pai, uh, so it's like yeah. North Thailand in the jungle. Um, and it's like the most mellow place ever. Like it's, everyone's like, it's really hippie. Everyone smokes weed and stuff. Um, and uh, I, I remember uh, finding myself at like 5 a.m. Um, outside this bar, uh, suddenly just like on the floor. Um, <laughs> this is like, a, this is like, this is a funny story, so we can just go okay. with it. Um, just to reassure everyone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I found myself like on the floor, like um, being like kicked in by like five Thai Rastafarians, uh, like holding off a dog by the neck because you know there's like rabies and stuff there. Um, and I didn't know my job. Uh, and then uh, yeah, like getting up and realizing I'd like lost my three front teeth. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just like going, oh. I think I uh, think I've got a few things to sort out. <laughs> Jamie, that was not that funny at all. <laughs> that, that was like a horrifying story that it was just where was the punchline? Oh <laughs> that's awful. Well, yeah, it was it was it was awful at the time, but it was like <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously those aren't situations that I would recommend getting yourself into. <laughs> no, no. But you know, lesson lesson what, learned. What's the lesson? What know, is don't, learned? Don't pick on. Don't. Well, don't don't drink too much, and then pick on. Or like get into a fight with five, five guys who've got a dog. <laughs> oh yeah, peace and love, bro. So that was certainly an experience. Yeah, yeah. Totally but I mean, do you know, like obviously that was that was like a stupid story. Um, but like at the same time, like we, I mean, I was with my mate Mark, and um, literally within a few days, we went to Bangkok. Uh, you know, uh, my brother's a dentist, so he like sorted out like the place to go in, in Bangkok, and like got got my teeth sorted, uh, and then <laughs> uh, and then we were on the other side oh. of the. We're literally on the other side of the yeah. country on a beach. Yeah. Like w- within 48 hours or something. Right. So, and That's you know, like, it was just like, oh, well, you, you just got to get on with the rest of your holiday. I'm trying to think of anything. I'm, well, I mean, <clears throat> it's still, yeah, it's, it's still exposure to situations, good and bad, isn't it? I remember going a bit different to yours, but uh, hopefully a bit more funnier. funnier. <laughs> uh, I remember when I was in Bahamas, uh, whilst I was travelling in America, uh, we me and a few friends went to Bahamas just for a couple of weeks. And then um, whilst I was on the beach there, some guy came up to me. And, well, a few of my mates wanted to go swim with dolphins at this big hotel. And it was like $200. And I just wasn't really a fan of like, I'm not trying to act like I'm a huge animal activist and stuff. But I am. I don't like, I don't think it's cool dolphins being in a pool and stuff. Paying $200 to ride them as well. Like, does sound kind of cool now to say it out loud. Okay, yeah. But um, should have done it. But um, yeah, so they went and did that, and me, me and my mate Vaughn and Matt, we were just sat on the beach, like, ah, oh, I'm not doing that, I'm not paying two hundred dollars. And funnily enough, a guy came up to us, like very unprofessionally, a local local uh, chap, and was just like, uh, I'm not going to do his accent because he might come across as like racist or disrespectful or something. But he's just like, yeah, you want to we do shark diving, shark diving, fifty dollars, fifty dollars. And I just instantly was like, absolutely not. But my mate Vaughnie, this Australian guy, was like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I managed, next thing I know, it's like an hour. Oh, you'll do that accent. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, fuck it. Um, all of a sudden, it was 
like an hour later, and um, we paid $50, $50, signed a death waiver, and gone out onto the coral on this tiny boat. A death waiver? Yeah, it literally is a waiver to say that um, if a shark gets you, <laughs> it's like you can't, um, they're not going to, the company won't cover your medical bill and stuff. So, um, so the shark we the sharks we were going to go see were co- coral. I think they were coral sharks, blue sharks. So they make out like they're not a big deal. They're fucking massive. When you get in the water, I'm not being over the top. I can easily be swallowed whole by one of these things. <laughs> so they drop a bait box down below, wait about thirty foot down below the boat, directly underneath it, and it's all shiny and that attracts the sharks. They all dive down. And then we sort of have to shimmy out the back of the boat into the water and hold on to this wire. And you just have to hold on to the wire with both arms and just float like a starfish. And you're not allowed to move. <laughs> you just look down at the sharks with the shittest goggles on ever. It was so makeshift. It was unreal. Um, and, um, and yeah, just as we were getting back in, it was about time to come back in. A massive, it was a different shark. I don't know what it was called. A huge shark came swimming right past us all the way at like top of the water level, just checking us out. Oh my god, I've never you think like oh my heart was racing, it was the total opposite. Like it goes so slow, it's like preparing for a heart attack or something. Just to I don't know. But um and I just remember the guy when we got back in the boat, he was just oh, I can't do the accent again, but he was like, Yeah, they don't usually do that. And we were like, what do you mean? Like, ah, they don't usually come up to the surface like that. That was, that was strange. And it was just like, oh, my, oh my God. So um, <laughs> I'm never going to do that again. But, um, yeah, same again. You're just like, all of a sudden, you're, we've, got these, we've got these stories to tell, haven't we, from going travelling. And you get, same, you get stories from just living in your home country and doing lots of different things. But the stories that, one, you just never forget because they've got so much more meaning when they're, they're in a different place. You learn amazing lessons from, um, and and they're they're just awesome. They're so invaluable. Like telling that story to you, but so many stories from traveling that I can I've used in job situations. I've used in interviews to like connect with people that are interviewing me, um, as well as to reflect on important like life lessons and skills that I've learned and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm able to connect with a lot more people because I've been here, done that, and they've done they've been there also. Or they haven't been there, but they've done that or something similar, or and all of a sudden you have a conversation with someone you barely know, and then you're making friends, or then you, do you know, you know what I mean? It's just um, it's invaluable stuff to just reflect on life, explore. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I used to, uh, if ever I used to see people, uh, you know, people come travelling on their CV, um, I don't, you know, that would always be like a plus yeah. point for me. Like I would always be like, oh well. Um, you know that means they've got a bit more kind of personality yeah. about them like you know I'll, I'll you know now i'll get i'll get them in for an interview sort yeah. of thing I, I, I would there would be a caveat to that as like oh well when are they going to go you know how long am i, I going to keep them for because uh people that go traveling often like to you know you get the bug don't you, you just want to keep going traveling in again so yeah um i was always aware of that like <laughs> uh people were just gonna piss off again it's how you uh, if they just come back it's how, you, it's how you sell it isn't it it's, it's how you sell it's how you sell yourself with those kind of things because yeah you, you can either look at it oh i'm gonna go off traveling again or no i had to do this to figure out what i wanted to do in life and what direction i wanted to move and and now i'm moving in it so that's what i always try and like sell it as when i've been to job interviews it's when i finished school i didn't know what i wanted from 
uh, I won't say from life. I, I think I'll never stop trying to figure that out. But um, I don't know what I want in terms of a job and I don't know what I want in terms of where I want to live and yada, yada, yada. So I had to go away to figure that out to and go experience meeting new people and living in different places and doing jobs that I did like, but also doing jobs that I didn't like. And, um, and, and there'll be people that will can listen to this and say, well, you could do all those things in, in, your, in the same country, but you're not going to get the same life lessons and the same opportunities. But the arguments that would be, well, you just get different ones and that's good in itself. So. Yeah. I think, uh, and I think on, you possibly coming back to the, sorry, I was going to say, possibly coming back to the kind of, you know, having a, a fresh start. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's, I mean, like, for example, this podcast, you know, you know what I mean? I, I, like I've said before, I probably wouldn't have started this podcast if I was, if I'd have just kind of kept in the same kind of yeah. comfort zone that I was yeah. in before, just because it's sort of like, well, like, you know, that Jamie hasn't got a podcast. Like, that's just not part of my, like, identity yeah. or whatever. But then because I was sort of like, I've put myself into a new environment, you know, like I kind of could be the, could be the guy that has a mm. podcast. I mean, obviously sort of like I've then kind of come back or got in touch with people who, you know, from back home and obviously everyone is then supportive and just going, Oh, it's great. You've got this podcast. Yeah. I, I'm just using the podcast as an example. No, well that's, um, yeah. That's... You know, and then you kind of realize like, oh, like, oh, oh, you can, you can be whoever you want to be like in any environment really. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So, so it's, it's right. sometimes sort of going traveling kind of makes you realize that you don't necessarily have to go all the way around the world, uh, kind of to, to be who you want to, to be. To think that's maybe some, yeah, something yeah, I've learned. That's brilliant. And to think outside, to think outside the box, you've you've got to step outside. To think outside the box, you've got to step outside the box. You've got to see what's over the other side and go go see. Oh, through. love that! Love that! I've never heard that. Um, did I just? Can I copyright that? Nah, someone's probably said that. Yeah, I was say you never, you haven't. I, 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 that. I, well, have I or have I seen it somewhere and then it's stored in my conscience and then I'm just like, oh. Um, Maybe. But it's I mean, yeah, to be fair, like it does, it does make sense. I mean, I, I am saying, like, here's me saying, like, oh, you know, maybe you don't need to kind of go where, or, like, to the other side of the world to sort of be the person you want to be or whatever, but. I think at the same time, it, you, yeah, you do have to sort of take yourself, remove yourself from a, a scenario sometimes because yeah. you do just get into like a, uh, yeah, just a, a habit of, or a bit of a funk yeah. or whatever. And, and, but whilst that's, I mean, and but also respecting some people just don't want to and don't, and don't need to. Some people um, will listen and just think, well, I like where I live. I like my life and I like going on my, my holidays when I do and that. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. And, and if anything, I uh, I envy those people because um, I just do. It'd be nice to just be uh, happy with with what I've got, and it's not that I'm not, but I'm always wanting to explore yeah. and, and 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 just see things a bit more. So um, so yeah, no, I, I agree what you're saying though. It's yeah, it's, it's invaluable. I keep saying that, but um, yeah, it's good. And so I guess, um, but, uh, so, there you go. You go well, I was just going off what you said as well. Um, we were saying like, think outside the box. What we say, you got to, I said, what did I say? Think outside the box. You got to step out of the box. To think outside the box. You've got to step outside the There's box. Something I was going to add to that though, that you were going on about. 
But I think it's brushed my mind, so it couldn't have been that important. Oh no, it's then um <laughs> No, I got it. And then it's also it's and then you realise the benefits to to stepping out of your comfort zone and, and stepping out of the box kind of thing. So so you you're gonna keep looking for those opportunities now. Um for example, I've I've come home I've come home and now I'm yeah. working and, and that's changed a little bit. I'm not I haven't got that same opportunity to go out and, and travel, but I at least for me, um, my own lesson, I recognise the importance of trying to do it again. I'm, I'm not probably not going to go for a year, but um, I, I'm pretty confident at some point I will make the time and create the opportunity to go do something like that or do something that is an out-of-comfort-zone experience to, to find new lessons and things. Because that funk that we're talking about that maybe we found and other people can relate to, but not everyone, to be fair, not everyone might experience that. That funk can quite soon come back you, you go traveling you've been traveling you come home it's it quite quickly becomes off uh it almost feels like you never went traveling in the first place quite easily um but you can use that energy and use that experience to continue to look for new challenges even at home like ones that you know without going into the topic but ones that we've talked about privately today you know um so yeah yeah it, it's certainly addictive um kind of like you, you know the more you travel, the more you travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's that obviously sort of like, yeah, for me, it was just like a gradual thing. You know, like I remember doing like Thailand for a month and I was like, God, like I, I, could, I definitely couldn't do more than a month. And then, you know, then I did two months. And it was just like, yeah, I couldn't yeah, do more than two months. And then, doing, and then like, you, you just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, you know, obviously there's an argument that just like, oh, like, you know, you see these people and just like, when are you going to start your life and all this? But like, I think it's just such a, a, a like an awesome way of, you know, because everyone gets, so many people get into that stage of life where you, you're in your, you know, especially in your 20s when you might have, you might have graduated or you might not have gone to uni, you might have left school and you just, that like, that question mark where you're just like, I'm not quite sure, like you're not quite sure where you're yeah. going to go and you're not quite sure what the next step is. Like if if in doubt, like go traveling. Do you know what I mean? I mean, all right, you, you, you know, you need to either have the money to do it and the means. You don't. Have, that, you but, don't need to have that much um, money to do it. It's just you like, actually don't. No, you can no. work as you go. Um, like, uh, I think at least. But I, yeah, I think it's yeah. sad when people do think. Oh, you know, like I know you kind of automatically say it, you, you see these people who have traveled for a long time and they just keep traveling, and you think, oh, when are you going to start your life? But I think after doing it, it's like I've just absolute admiration for those type of people because they're living the life like nothing in life is guaranteed we all i mean i'm i want i want the structure of uh, a job and a career and, and and house and everything like that but some people don't mm. want that and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all like um if people can find yeah, if people yeah. can find fulfillment by traveling and just working different jobs and going away and and, and living on the road and stuff, and that's that's awesome. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, just because society tells you you need to go do this this nine to five way of living, like, fuck that. If you don't want to do it and you want to go do that month to month traveling, then go do it, man. Go do it. But yeah, hundred percent. Everyone's everyone's you know yeah. everyone's different and in different situations and you know it's like for me it was just like I knew that I wanted to do you know I, I went out to Australia mm -hmm. with an open mind you know just like oh who knows you know I might I might stay out there longer I might really enjoy it I yeah. might you know really settle down there whatever but really it was just like the expectation was 
I'm going to go out there for maximum a year, maybe less. Um, you know, go out there and get because it was a, a stage where, like, you know, my my um, I didn't, you know, I felt like I got everything out of the job mm. that I was in, um, and I needed, you know, I wanted to kind of make the next step to starting my own business, but didn't quite know what that could be. And, you know, there was a lot of question marks as to how I was going to go about doing that. And so going away traveling made me, you know, I was able to go and see Sydney's food scene and like learn from that. But also a huge part of it was just sort of having, kind of having the independence and the time and space to just like just gather my thoughts as to kind of really where I want to take my life yeah. next. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Um, you know, never mind the kind of growth and development that kind of comes with comes with the you know going travel and obviously you know just being independent and going out there by yourself. Um, and and certainly like obviously did a couple of podcasts while I was there, but like going to New Zealand um, on my own was like hugely hugely beneficial. I felt like. I felt like I was sort of just like developing as a person by yeah. doing that. Um, you know, I mean, you know, some people are just are so independent and they can, you know, they'll just go off and on their own and find it really easy. And I, and I, and like, I found it quite easy as well, but um, it's one of those where, you know, until you've done it, then you can't have the confidence in yourself that you, that you, that you can do it. Um, and I think just, you know, even now uh, I've come back and, you know, Obviously, I'm in quarantine, so I've had to self-isolate anyway. But I think, just, you know, I'm actually quite looking forward to just having that time to myself, knowing that, like, that I've got, you know, I don't, I I don't need anyone to rely upon. Because I think we've all, we all know those sort of, we've got those friends who are, you know, like highly rely upon, relying upon their their mom, their dad, yeah. their partner. Um, and don't get me wrong, I think, you know, obviously, like using those people is entirely you know, it's really important to people's lives. Um, and I'm not saying that I don't use my family and friends around me, but at the same time, um, you know, they're only a phone call away. And I know that I can be kind of like self-sufficient self in what I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. It's, um, it's a good feeling. It's, uh, and even when I go traveling now, I go to a new country now, it's still, I get that um, that kind of, jittiness or I'm alert and I'm thinking like oh don't know where I am I need to switch on and think this and think that but it's it, just knowing in the back yeah. of your mind like oh well I've been in this situation before kind of and oh that looks like this and this looks like then you're just more rational and, and, and things so and safer as well so I'd like to think so but a, a big thing I've, I took away from traveling that I don't think I realized until later looking at both Australia and America is um seeing how um i think seeing how competitive things are or it's made it's made me more competitive but more competitive with myself like you see you go to big cities like sydney and and new york and and even you get to go to some smaller towns and things and um and it's the same in england but everyone's everyone's hustling or the right people are you know um different jobs whether it's corporate or a tradesman or working in a cafe like there's loads of people that are in, in running and inventing really cool and quirky restaurants and places to go eat or uh, really nice and fancy gyms to go work out and um, just 
all different businesses and things that you get exposed to and you see. And you just, for me, I just recognize that there's, there's a buzz going on in all these places. And, um, and it made me want to, it didn't make me think I was competing with other people. It's made me come home and think, well, so it makes, it's made me see at least in these countries I've been to, there's so many people and there's so much going on and there's so many, be, so many people being productive in different ways. And, Oh, I'm assuming so. I don't know people individually. Just walking around New York City, Manhattan, it's like all go and, and parts of Sydney. It's made me want to be more productive and make me want to be more um, busy. If, if Not really. I know it doesn't make much sense, but that's something that I... I... No, it makes total sense. I think I think it's just the, the huge, you know, there's a huge amount of inspiration. Yeah, that you can and get sometimes from the inspiration is just the energy. Um, but it's not like seeing... I don't know people that I'm passing the street. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's an, an energy you get from busy places, an energy that I've I've wanted to bring home, and just that's why I think I like to be productive and, and things. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree with that. And I think there's a difference. I guess we've just sort of been going on about you know this going traveling thing, but I think there's a difference between going on holiday for a few weeks somewhere, like. And and I think when when we're kind of like referring to going traveling, I think we're referring to the experiences of like. I mean, it's not necessarily about the length well, of time somewhere you go, but what it's like there. It's sort of yeah, like living yes. and working somewhere. I think is entirely yeah. different to to going somewhere and visiting visiting them. I and mean, obviously, like you know, you can get a huge amount of going going mm. holiday somewhere and visiting it, um, for a short period. But I think it's an entirely different experience going somewhere yeah. and living there yeah. and working there and being part yeah. of that yeah. community. Yeah, and it's that energy that I'm talking about was, I don't think I would have experienced if I just went there on holiday. It was, it's on reflection. It's it's the it's the yeah. feel of the place that I got after being there for quite some time, both in Sydney, like CBD, um, and like deep in Manhattan and, and parts of Connecticut as well, Hartford and uh, and places. So, um, so, yeah, it's like when I, I don't know, it's like when, whether I'm, it's, it's, without trying I hate to try and sound cheesy but it's like when I go for a run I remember running through like Central Park in, in New York and I think god there were so many people so many people out there running or when you go to like Bondi Kudji to Bondi walk there's so many people running along there like there's so many people that are just out there and, and chasing it and getting it it makes me want to do it as well like um, I look outside and it's wet and horrible and I think god it's a horrible day to go for a run but somewhere it's like in Coogee right now, Coogee Bay, it's probably really nice and someone's getting a really good run in. So I'm going to go get mine in. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I remember like when I used to work in Bondi, I, you know, you'd be like Bondi Beach at like mm-hmm. 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. Uh, you know, it would be like loads of people fucking, you know, like walking their, obviously mm-hmm. just walking their dog or whatever, but like out on a jog, like, meditating oh, awesome, on the beach it? like all this just like you and and, and you just like yeah you just like god like it's just awesome there's places like like this in the world where like you know there's so many people that like it's like you say i think it's like it's sometimes you kind of yeah it might be difficult to motivate yourself like oh god like i don't want to go like go for a run this morning like yeah you know you, you, there's, there's you can't you know if you're in like a village in the middle of mm. you know yorkshire or whatever and you know you're not going to see and you're not going to see anyone else out for a jog and it's just sort of that it's a little bit you know if you do if you go do a, a class at the gym like seeing other people 
doing what you're doing and going through what you're going through is like a million times better than oh, you definitely. just doing it on yeah. your own. And even just even just go even just going to a place to see that there's so many like minded people doing something yeah. that you're doing. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. And and I think, yeah, and even stuff like that you can take you can take back home and go, you know, like, yeah, if you are if it is pissing you down and you know, and you're you know, still in 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 England and it's miserable. You yeah, you can just think of all the people <laughs> All the people yeah, could do yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember um, I did the whole roller skating along Venice Beach. That was pretty cool in um, in LA, so, oh, Santa oh, Monica. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think about like, there's, mate, there's so much. You'd like every few hundred meters, there's a yoga class, there's a Pilates class. Um, there's just people sat like, regardless of exercise. There's like yeah. they have those like um, chess tables, like loads of people playing chess. And then you'll go like like oh, yeah, loads yeah. of old men playing chess and young 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 people as well. And then and then you go a little bit further down and there's like street performers or there's and it's, but when you're there for a while, there's an artist or every day when you're there for a while, you get the vibe like this is constant. This energy is going on. There's there's this buzz about the place and you see these people that are you don't know what their backstory is. They might be going home to something that's not that positive picture that you're seeing then and there but that's the picture that i'm relating to and that's because that's the picture that i see and it's just people that are just like getting the most of it the 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 doing what they want to do and the they're clearly getting the benefits from it not just exercise but so then it makes me think well i'd be pretty dumb if i'm just not going to get that as well like if i'm just going to look outside and go well the weather's bad so that's my reason like no fuck that so um so yeah i think just knowing that all around the world everyone's Regardless of the weather, everyone's in the same boat and chasing the same thing, and a lot of people hustling. It makes me want to want to hustle as well. So, um, yeah, that's a big message and thing I've taken from traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. just like we say, it's that inspiration, isn't it? Because um, yeah, I absolutely love New York. I think like last last time I was there was t- uh, two years ago, I think, and it was like it was oh, some, nice. uh, some Paddy's Day, like the day after we got there. Like we didn't even plan it. We were just like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so, yeah they have massive like, brain, oh. you know. It was absolutely, yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, I was, in, um, I was in Boston <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day, um, which is a, a massive Irish city, and I don't remember any of it at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good day, good day. Yeah, good time. So, yeah. I guess before we, um, before we sign off, have you got any... Uh, Got any other um, traveling stories? Or... I have got a few, but I don't know how appropriate they are. Uh... <laughs> ah, highly, highly appropriate. Uh, all right, so... appropriate. Go for it. There's one that um, so we're in. Um, did a bit of a road trip down the uh, west coast of America. We've been to San Francisco, um, down the coast to LA. Then we drove LA to uh, Vegas, and then Vegas, Monument Valley, Grand Canyon, and then we we're on our way back to LA via a big town called Flagstaff and um, we had nowhere to sleep for the night so we pulled into this big bar and um, we went in and there wasn't many people in there but it was huge it was a big like country and western style place and it was a famous bar in the town at least it was the the big the largest um, oak the largest oak dance floor in in America so um, they there you go. It's very impressive. It was a massive dance floor, just like beautiful, shiny wood. But um, yeah, so 
we were, we got in this bar and we got uh, it was me, my mate Vaughn, and a girl called Mallory who lived in San Francisco. It's her bar, uh, her car that we were road tripping in, and uh, yeah, we went up to the bar and we were just like, fuck, we've got nowhere to stay tonight. We need one more place to stay before we get back to LA, and then I, that's when I was then going to fly from LAX uh, to to Australia and do my work and travel in Australia. And um, yes, yeah, so we get to the bar yeah. and we just can't figure out what we're going to do and. No word of a lie, there was this guy, I think he was called Chris, I can't remember, he was about 45, and he just stood next to us, and he was just like, not, he wasn't weird or anything, it was all very normal, we all had a beer in our hand, and, he, and we got talking to him, blah, 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 and it turns out it was, it was his birthday, and, but because his wife was at home with two young kids, and it was, they didn't want to come to the bar, but this was his favourite bar that he'd grown up in and come to, and he always comes to it on his birthday, and... Um, uh, I know it sounds sad, but he didn't. He was a very happy chap, and um, and and then he just turned to us and he said, "Listen, right, I'm here yeah. on my own, and like a bit of a loser, and I know it looks that way, but this is something I always do. Uh, a couple of my mates could make it like they usually do, and I, and I believed him completely. You could just tell he was legit, and he was like, if you three hang out with me, so I don't look like the weird guy stood on his own on his birthday, I'll buy all your drinks. So." Uh, so we just, so this guy just like bought us all of our drinks for a good like few hours. We still didn't know where we were going to sleep, but next thing you know, we we're absolutely smashed. And um, I think, I don't think we ditched him. I think, well, I think we ditched him. Um, and it turns out in this bar that we were in, there was a, a quite a big band playing. So, long story short, the band played all of a sudden this bar that had like a few people in, no word of lie, must have had like 200 people in. It was absolutely packed. And Mallory, who we were with, really good looking girl, one of the guitar player, I think it was, or the drummer, saw her in the crowd and really, really liked her. So, uh, end of the show, we're still absolutely hammered. The bar settles down a little bit. This guitar player, I'm pretty sure, says to Mallory, hey, we're, um, we're having a party on our bus. Do you want to come join us? <laughs> and um, Mallory, luckily, was like, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. But I'm with my two friends. Like, they've got to come as well. So we, we came as well. And I'm not lying. It sounds like we're just in this small bar. And it was quite small, but it's quite big at the same time. When they said, we've got a tour bus out back, we went back. and It looked like a tour bus for, like, freaking ACDC. It was fucking huge. It was massive. Like, insanely big. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on? So we get onto this tour bus, and there's loads of people on it. There must have been about 30 people on the tour bus, and it wasn't that cramped. It was that big. And there's buckets. There's buckets of, um, like, yeah. Corona, and uh, there's... <laughs> yeah, the virus. The, no, the there's virus. buckets of beer and ice. There's one bucket that's just got all the liquor you can imagine. Like, um, there's, like, boxes of... Yeah cigarettes and all sorts of stuff it was like a scene in a film it was just absolutely ridiculous and then um, the first thing i see is the table that's got an absolute spread buffet no one's touching that everyone's everyone's bothered about drinking so i just went and like absolutely killed that for half an hour ate all the food but um yeah that was kind of that was just like Thanks. a really fun experience like getting to go on the tour bus um there is more to the story about to that um <laughs> but go on well, yeah we, I can cut it out if ah, you, I won't you know, know, if you so we're on this tour bus having a really good time really getting into it and there's this really good looking blonde girl tall blonde girl um, and she's with this really big like bulky 
uh, bald guy with a goatee. Um, and it, the, them two are quite close. Seems like they were t- together. That was the assumptions I made, but we were all very drunk. And I got outside just to take a leak. And uh, my mate, Vaughny, was out there with this, this was later on, was out there with this blonde girl around the back of the, the bus doing stuff. And I was just like, I like saw him and like, I was freaking out. I was like, Vaughny, mate, don't, what are you doing? Like, that's uh, uh, like husband's in there. What, he's huge. He's going to like kick our head in. But I was like very serious, like freaking out. Like, oh my God, you're going to get killed. And we're in like a town we don't know. We're fucking Flagstaff. We still haven't got a bed to sleep in. And um, long story, and the point being was, I keep saying long story short, it's so annoying. Um, this big guy I've been having jokes with all night. Like, I've been sat next to him and having really good banter with him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so literally, long right. story short, Bonnie turned to me and said, no, it's fine, mate. Like, he's, he's gay. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, no. Them, mate, them two are together. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh. He's like, no, mate, I've just been talking to her. Like, he's like super gay. Um, he's, he's actually gay for you. <laughs> and I was like, wait. And I was like, nah, mate, I've just been sat with him for like an hour. Talk- and then I sort of explained to Vaughn what I've been talking to him about and like backtracked it. And then all of a sudden, this, it was like a scene in a film that I just like realized like, oh shit, like, He's been hitting on me this whole time. Um, so I just I just became like, not because I'm a huge homophobe, I'm not, but I think at the time I just went into panic because I just didn't know how to handle the situation. And he was huge. Like, if anyone's going to um, overpower me, it's that guy. So, so I freaked out. Uh, saw Mallory. I was like, Mallory, give me your car keys. And, and went and slept in the car. Luckily, I just fell asleep. Um Woke up like half an hour later to knock on the window, thinking, "Oh my god, it's this guy!" Freaking out. Luckily, it was Mallory, um, and this guitar player who I don't know. If she obviously, I think I don't know if she got with him or not. She'd explained to him that we didn't have anywhere to stay, and they had two um, two uh, spare beds at the near Hilton in Flagstaff. No, it wasn't at Hilton. It was a Hampton. Um, so. At the end of this big night, they also gave us a free hotel room with two king-size beds, so we went and stayed there. So that that was the story. That was my last night in America before flying to Australia, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so I know I dragged on a little bit. It's, it's a long story, but um, <laughs> that was my uh, experience of Flagstaff and going onto a tour bus and, uh, and, and other things. So, yeah, mate, that's why you travel. That's why you get out there. Yeah, like that. Sounds great. Stunning town. Absolutely <clears throat> amazing. So, um, yeah. So maybe, hopefully, it didn't drag on too long. You can keep that in there because I'd love to hear it back. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no worries if not. No worries. If not. Oh no, don't worry. It'll, it'll stay in now. I was, <sighs> I was only, uh, I was only, I was just, I was just egging you on by saying that I'll edit it out because <laughs> I just sort of got everything that was genuine. Bastard. But uh, no, how about you? Have you got anything, anything you want to want to add? I feel like we've hit some good stuff. Uh, I think no. I think I've told my uh, my funny and in a better common story. Um, I'll, I'll, pro- I'll probably think of a, a, a million and one That's uh, it, other ones that I can tell. Well, there's so many that there's day to day experiences that make me reflect on little snippets of being in this country with these people in this situation. So it's it's ongoing, but it's it's awesome, and I can't wait to do it again. 
I don't think it's over. It's it's uh it's something I'll go back to. Well, that's it. Like I say, it's 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 addictive. Like you know, I mean, I I, I planned on doing mm-hmm. Japan and Bali uh, this year as well, and obviously haven't haven't been able to um, just due to the situation and stuff. So you know, they're just yeah. next yeah. on my list. Um, potentially not yeah. going to be for a few years now because I want to focus mm-hmm. on the business and things. But um, you know, yeah, I'll just add them to the list and uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, you know, tick them off one day. And um, yeah, I've, I've, there's loads of places. Well, obviously, it's just, the world's never ending, is it? But um, yeah, there's. Yeah, I want to do places yeah. in America and stuff yeah. um, as well. So fabulous. Yeah, that's never. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go do some stretches business. and watch Tiger King. Yeah, Beautiful. I'd recommend it. It's pretty that's pretty well. All right, mate. All right, well, I hope that was... Uh, yeah, I think so. I that Thanks was very cool. Listening and uh, go travel. And if you don't want to, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right. it's all good. It's all good. But we'd, we'd, it comes That's highly recommended from Jamie and Jack. Right. So there you go. Think outside the box. You've got to step outside the box, motherfuckers. Oof, Let's, that is uh, a quote. That I'm is a quote. Yeah, do it. I'll do put it. that on Instagram. Do mate. it. All right. Good talking with you. Awesome. All right. Good to speak as always. Yeah, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Yeah. Get in touch. Let us know. Easy. What's cracking? Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Peace and love.